0: Speaking of those Houston Astros, they're over in Seattle. They're still on the West Coast. It feels like a road trip that is never going to end. But thankfully, it is going to come to an end later on this week when they take on the Los Angeles Angels over in H-Town. But we're, t- we're going to talk about that Astros franchise right now. They are looking good to start the season. Let's go ahead and get the conversation going right now. Aboard the game hotline is our good friend Rob Fontno? Rob, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good. How's it going over there?
0: It is going pretty darn well. And add the fact you have the Astros performing overall on a very high clip. It's always a good thing to see. Mind you, not necessarily the greatest performance on Wednesday afternoon. You kind of fell late in that ballgame to the Arizona timebacks. A game you would have loved to have had to build some momentum and, more importantly, head into the final phase of a nine-game road trip on the West Coast with even more momentum.
1: Yeah, it would have been nice to win that game and be 5-1, and one, but for some reason, the Astros just can't score against those Diamondbacks.
0: It, it's wild to see. And, you know, looking at the conversation that I've been having with a lot of people is, one, Jeremy Pena. And it's amazing to see how quickly we're starting to see, hey, the future at shortstop is a lot brighter than I think maybe some of us had expected Heading into the 2022 season, knowing Carlos Correa was likely going to be out the door, now he's with the Minnesota Twins. But what do you say about the young rookie and what he's been able to do, making a pretty decent-sized impact on that starting nine roster?
1: Yeah, I thought I thought he was going to have a much slower start to the season than he has. Um, he's a viable starter. I mean, I you know I was unsure about him, but I'm 100% sold on him. He's got great defense. He's got power. A um, couple of you know dual hit games. I, I think we're in good hands there at shortstop.
0: It's been very impressive to see what he's been able to bring to the table, and Jeremy Pena, what he's done has been impressive to see that from, especially from a young rookie. The way he had those that big game on you know, Saturday night. No, no, Friday. He had a big game on Friday. That, I was going to have you on last Saturday. That's why. Jerry Payne, kind of came to mind there. But we'll flip it over with the pitching staff. I think Justin Verlander, for all intents and purposes, looked just as good as expected from what we saw just a few short weeks ago. During spring training, he looked great. It was all about how he was going to do once we got into regular season play, and he looked pretty darn good in his first ever start last weekend.
1: Yeah, he looked really, really good, and uh, but he's, he has that thing. I mean, the Astros just cannot score for him. I don't know what it is, but it just seems to happen all the time when he's out there, but super glad to have him back. Love having him in that
0: rotation. And how huge has he been? I mean, he's been huge for that rotation. He, he brought it perfectly. The team just can't seem to get a hit when he's on the mound. But what can you say about the rest of this pitching staff and how it's shaken out in the first couple turns of this regular rotation, which feels a little bit different compared to past years where you know you have that certified ace in game one and game two and game three. It could it could vary from time to time. It feels like there is a veritable two or three guys that can be the aces, and we're not just talking about Verlander.
1: Yeah, I believe... Uh... Framber Valdez looked like an ace opening day against the Angels. You know, outshined and, uh, he outshined Otani, and he kind of had the uh, walk bug. Didn't last very long in his second outing. But overall, you know, Arquiti looked good. Garcia was looking good as well. And, you know, the colors are throwing again. So it's, I think it's just going to get better from here on.
0: Talk right now with Rob Fondo, host of the Astros Baseball Podcast, and you talk about, obviously, Lance McCullough Jr. coming back from that injury he's been throwing from 60 feet over the last couple of days. When, do we, when should we expect him to kind of have his first taste of action? Could that be more towards the All-Star break, or could it be a little bit sooner?
1: I was thinking maybe around June, but, I mean, you know, he's already out there throwing. What I've heard is he's feeling good, and he's ahead of schedule, so... I'm going to predict before
0: the all-star break. I think a lot of people would love to see that Lance McCullers back for the Astros. It'd be huge to have a, that addition to your pitching staff, which has definitely been a little bit more interesting to see how it all pieces together outside of your usual suspects. Framber Valdez being one of those guys, but looking at another players on the offensive side of the baseball I think we need to talk about Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman. We'll focus on Alex Bregman first. How you have you been by him? Because for a little while it looked like maybe he didn't quite have enough, as much power as Pep, as maybe he used to. But you yeah, fast forward what you've seen over the first week or so of the season, he looks like the Alex Bregman of old.
1: Oh, yeah. He was voted American Player of the Week, driving in runs, hit a couple of home runs, playing amazing defense, that beautiful bare hand to get, uh, I don't know who he got out, but it was just, so beautiful, and he's just playing great. And I think him stepping up and being better than he was the last two seasons takes a little bit of that sting away from losing Correa.
0: Meanwhile, flipping it on the other side of this conversation, we need to look at Jose Altuve. Not necessarily the best start to the season for him. Hasn't necessarily panned out all that well. Only three hits on this young season. It's a very small sample size. But is it kind of a cause of concern for you to see what he's been been not able to do over the last few weeks?
1: No, not at all. I mean, I wish he's done better. I mean, there was one hit he had that got taken away from him like four innings later. Uh, he's getting a lot of walks. He got two hits in his last game. If there's one person on the Astros roster that you don't have to worry about, it's Jose Altuve. He'll, he'll come around.
0: I sure hope so. Talk about it right now with Rob Fondo, host of the Astros baseball podcast. I actually just saw this pop up on my timeline. And for fans who are actually going to be going out and about to Astros baseball games this season, you'll notice something a little bit different because they're going to be experimenting with the cashier free payment system starting this year. Kind of using Amazon as a partnership for that. How interesting! Do you think that's going to be over at Minute Maid Park? Seeing that become more and more of a thing of the cashierless payment system to parts of the Astro Stadium.
1: I think it's pretty good. I mean, there's a few places at the stadium that are already doing that. You know, you go up to kiosk, order your food, swipe your card, and go pick up your food. Um, I don't know. Are they going to start delivering it where you're sitting?
0: That'd be kind of wild to see how that if that would work out that way, Rob. I, I'd be interested to see how that goes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm all for cashless. I don't like to take cash with me anywhere. I could put 100 bucks in my pocket, and it will last about six months. So I'm all about cashless.
0: Meanwhile, we're, we're sticking with the offense for a few moments. Let's talk about Ryan Presley because he has just been a guy that hasn't necessarily been able to take flight as maybe we expected him to. But I'm sure he's a guy that everybody's going to want to keep an eye on and see how he continues to improve over the next several weeks of the season.
1: Yeah, he didn't look very good that last outing in the 10th inning. couple of walks, and, you know, I think Arizona played that 10th inning very well with that, you know, sack bunt leading off. But, I mean, as bad or, you know, as mediocre as Presley's looked, he he has three saves, and we've only played six games, so. It's
0: not bad. It's not bad at all. couple more questions here with our good friend Rob Fondo of the Astros Baseball Podcast. And I want to flip it over more on the MLB-wide perspective. And starting off with what happened the other night with Clayton Kershaw. He had an opportunity to have a perfect game taken away from him while being pulled from the ball game heading into the eighth inning with a perfect game on the line. How, like... Much of a head scratcher is that to see somebody like Clayton Kershaw have an opportunity to have a perfect game and to be taken away from him in that way? I understand it's literally a week into the season, but sometimes you just got to let him fly. And and I was stealing a phrase from the other guys here he's a peacock, and you got to let him fly on that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, you want to grow fans, right? For Major League Baseball, they're trying to get more fans doing everything they can. To get more eyes on the game, you don't take a superstar out that's pitching a perfect game with only 80 pitches. You don't take them out. It's not a no-hitter. It's, it's a perfect game. You can't do that if you're trying to grow the game.
0: I got one more for you. You're talking about growing the game. It's a perfect segue into my final question. If you were able to take control of the MLB and change one thing about it, what would it be
1: I would probably change that ghost runner I mean it's just, I mean it I don't know it seems like almost one run is a given and I just don't like it I like the seven inning double header rule I'm okay with that but I can do without that ghost runner because it just it just changes the game
0: Thank you so much for coming on my man we'll talk to you down the road personally I'm more of a anti blackout I'm getting tired of that mess, I would love to see the Astros here live and in living color on the MLB at Bad App because I don't currently have at t Sports Net part of my package <laughs> on television. That's kind of the big thing for me. But, Rob, thank you so much for coming on. We'll talk to you down the road. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, brother. All right.
1: Thanks a lot. I appreciate you having me on.